Grace and peace to you from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Next to Good Friday, Ash Wednesday, is the most somberest day upon the church calendar. On Ash Wednesday, we remember, you are dust, and to dust you shall return. That is the just consequences of your sin. But do you believe it? Do you mean it? Do you agree with God's judgment upon you? You are dust. To dust you will return. Genesis chapter 3 verse 19, God addresses Adam immediately after his fall into sin. And God is informing Adam of the negative consequences of his decision. He had warned Adam, if you eat of the tree, of the fruit of that tree, surely you will die. But they didn't obey God. They did not believe God. Instead, they followed their hearts. For it was pleasing unto the eye and it was good for food. How could they do anything else? From that day on, death followed them. It hounded them. Just as God said it would. Adam had been formed by God from the dust of the ground and this this just condemnation of Adam shows that he is a part of the creation. He is a created thing. He is dust just like everything else is dust and he will go back unto the dust. It is an acknowledgement of what he had done. He was formed out of the ground and he was going to go back to the ground. But there was more. It wasn't a spiritual, it was an eternal spiritual death that sin had earned Adam. That he had brought into the world, that he had introduced into his, his gene pool and everybody that would follow after him. An eternal estrangement, a permanent separation from the knowledge and the will of God. It was banishment is what he had deserved. Banished from love, banished from mercy, banished from compassion. Adam would live the rest of his days. He would live the rest of his days remembering these Sober and somber words, you were dust, and to dust you shall return. Oh, how he must have wished so many times if he could have gone back and had done it better, to have done it over. But what is done is done. And unfortunately, you and I are conceived and born and we face this very same problem as Paul tells us in Romans chapter 5. Therefore, sin came into the world through one man and death through sin and so death spread to all men because all have sinned. 
That statement made by God to Adam is just as valid as it was back then. Remember, you are dust, and to dust you shall return. It is a significant problem. And I know we don't like to think about it. Especially this week. I just turned 50. I hate to think about it. (laughs) Halfway point at best. Our own death. One day will go into the dirt or will be turned into ash and will be placed into a wall just a few feet from here. Our society makes it very easy to avoid remembering that we are dust. It's easy, too easy if you ask me. From advertisements to books to movies, we often face the impression that the world is going to go on forever, that we are invincible, that somehow we are exempt from this death sentence. We convince ourselves that maybe if we don't talk about it, we can somehow avoid it. So many people go through life without this final earthly reality until they're right at death's doorstop and think, oh no, what am I going to do now? God today reminds us, you are dust, and to dust you shall return. And as people who remember, we gather for Ash Wednesday to repent of our sins, to beg God's forgiveness, to resolve within our own minds and our own consciences to be better, to do better with God's good grace at our backs. We confess, we admit before God our sins before others. We express our sorrow over that sin. We ask God for His forgiveness. We ask Him to arm us with a new spiritual might for a more God-pleasing life. And yet, even more important than you remembering you are dust, Even more important than that is that God remembers that we are dust. And when God remembers us, He does something about it that is intrinsic to what happens when God remembers. When we come unto God's mind, He acts, and He acts decisively. Psalm 103, the psalmist tells us, God knows what our frame is. He remembers that we are dust. And the scriptures, wherever God remembers his people, he always acts on their behalf. In fact, God has already remembered us. He has already acted on our behalf. He acted on our behalf before we were born. You are dust and to dust you shall return. But he has created a solution to our significant problem of death and sin and hell. For God has remembered us. Just four verses before God spoke to Adam on that very same significant day, God speaks to Satan. And he assures Satan that he was going to send one who would crush his head, who would crush his power. That he may think that he has won some sort of a victory, but he had not. Remembering Remembering that we are dust is also remembering what God has done for us. That He has also remembered that we are dust. That He has also done something to bring us back into a relationship with Himself. 
Jesus Christ came here, lived among us. Christ completely and voluntarily took upon himself all of the sin and all of the evil, even even the very penalty for death itself, Jesus took upon himself. He himself went into the earth. He went into the dust of the ground. He was abandoned by God the Father. Forsaken by the Father as he cries out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He would not let us remain in the dust of the earth. On the third day, Jesus rose back from the dead. He rose out of the dust of the ground, just as he had predicted that he would, and so will you. On that day when he returns, the believers in Jesus Christ will rise out of the dust of the earth. We will rise with glorified bodies. We will rise with the uncorruptible bodies that He has protected for us, that He continues to guide us in. No longer subject to death, but immortal. No longer subject to sin. And this is why. And this is why we simply don't place ashes upon our forehead in any old pattern. I know by the end of the day it may look like a smudge, but I tried very hard to put crosses on everyone. Some people's foreheads are easier material to use. I'll have to add. But that dust is purposefully the shape of the cross of Christ. Because Christ remembers you are dust. And He has promised to call you out of that dust. He has promised to call you into eternal life. He has promised that He has made a way for you. That His eternal life is yours. He has given His eternal life to you. He has taken your place in death. He's taken your place in the dust of the ground. And He's washed you in the waters of baptism and He's applied that gift to you that you may live. Just as Christ rose physically, bodily, and boldly from the grave, we too will join Him in a resurrection like His. God will not leave us in the dust. This is His promise to you. In Jesus' name, Amen.